You know, I, I was looking at some things the other day, and I, I, I kind of bounced back and forth. But if you, uh, if you went to G uh, Genesis 8, uh, verse 22, if you have your Bibles. In Genesis 8, 22, while the earth remains, seed time, which is one word, and harvest, and cold and heat, and winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. So, while the earth remains, is the earth remaining right now? Well, in other words, while it remains, which is now, seed time and harvest shall not cease. Now, oftentimes when you hear this taught, they're talking about money, you know, which is good. It's, it's got to do with all that. But I saw it as another thing uh, as I was spending time with this. And I realized that that seed time and harvest has got a lot to do with vision. It's got a lot to do with the things that we put into our life, the structuring, the, the things that fuel us and so on. And I, I realized that a lot of people maybe aren't getting their harvest that they want because they didn't do the right seed time to get there. But it's never too late, is it? In other words, if we want something to materialize in our life, like we shared some vision this morning about things that fuel Sandy and I and the things that had just been there so long. Well, thing is, we start sowing seed a long time ago for that, seeds of faith. Start talking about it. Start talking about those things that, are in, that you want to be in your future. Don't start talking about, well, it's never going to happen. I can't be there. You know, we, we discuss these things. I'm, I'm too old. I didn't get the right education. A lot of these things, what are these things? There are spirits of darkness that come into your mind to stop you because there's a couple plans out there. One of them's the plan that God has for your life, and one of them's the plan of the evil one to stop what God planned in your life. That'll be there as long as the earth remains in this dispensation. There's a plan that God has for you and will make every door available to you over the years, months, years, whatever, to climb you into that. And then there's those voices that will slow you down. So you see, the, the way we combat that is we start sowing those things that we want. We start speaking them out because the, the biggest voice in your life comes right out of your own lips and into your ears. You know, we're, we're surrounded by so many different things. Uh, and I can't help it, you know, we've had some friends pass on lately. And, and uh, in that process, you wind up listening to various ministers. And I can say this, you, you hear a lot about religion, but you don't hear a lot about faith. You know, we just heard another one, not just real recently. And it was like, you listen to these ministers and it's like this voice of soothing, like you're going to be just fine. We're all going blah, 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 blah. And uh, there's not an introduction that there's a word of faith that must be operating in your life. 
you know, not all of us in this big auditorium that we want to, we want everybody here to feel good when they leave today. Well, it's good to feel good when you leave today, but it but it's also good to have that word of faith starting to take root in your life so you do something. Hey, you're looking at a lifetime outcast of a person that saw the power of the gospel in my mid-30s. And when I'd expressed that, I became an outcast to this social idea of, well, you know, everybody's okay, aren't they? Well, I found out they're not true. Well, I won't go down that road. You know those stories. It might be you, might not be you, but at the same time, there's seed time and harvest. And the way I look at it, today's a great day to start planting that seed, what you want. What, what's your desire? You know, plant that. Because there's plenty of limitation out there. You know, you, you, uh, you get all built up and you get all prayed up in the morning and you will go down to maybe the coffee shop or you'll go out on your job or you'll go out with friends and you start talking vision and you'll start hearing negative. Like, well, yeah, you're a dreamer. I mean, I've heard all these. You're a dreamer. You're a dreamer. Uh, yeah, well, go ahead, you know. But, you know, there's a reality here, young man. You know, there's a reality here, really. What is your reality? Well, my reality is that Jesus died for me, gave me a new life. He gave me the Word of God that I could excel and I could do those things. He gave me vision in my heart for something beyond what my people around me wanted to have. So, you see, God right away once you make Jesus the Lord of your life or you open up to that right away God by the Holy Spirit is going to start putting things in your heart that are real those are real and and the other thing about it is as you grow and you make a commitment to following his voices he will begin to give you words in here that will encourage the thing he's planted in your heart. I've taught that before, I've shared it before. Some people catch it, some people don't. But I always say when there's a curiosity that comes about and you're, you're praying or you're out there doing whatever you do in the daytime or nighttime and you, drop, you get this little question in your mind, recognize that as the Holy Spirit that's trying to pull you into God's vision for your life. And if you'll do that and be diligent about it over a period of time and, and start putting that in, that's seed time. Those things that God puts into your heart, that's the seed that grows. And just like that big old garden down there that's planted, it has to be weeded, it has to be protected because there's plenty of, plenty of things that would rob your harvest. So that's why we have to stay on top of it. And, and, you know, just staying on this a little bit, when you hear people and they'll say, well, I prayed and it didn't happen. God must not want me to have it. No, not the case. It could be vision that he's asked, he's put in your heart. He's turned that into something to pray for. And if it didn't happen that day, that doesn't mean that he changed his mind. 
It just means that we need to stay in there and stay with it and stay with it and stay with it. Uh, let's go to Luke. Luke 11. Some of you are going to know right away what this is. Anyway, uh, it's Luke 11. In verse 1, And it came to pass, as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. And he said to them, When you pray, say, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, when you uh, hear this sung beautifully in these beautiful singers and the beautiful auditoriums, it's, it's so religious. But when you look at this, you're seeing what the, you're seeing a plan here. First of all, he glorified the Father. You know, Jesus is glorifying the Father, is he not? He's our Father which is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Now what that's doing is putting us in unison for what is about to take place where Jesus is about to die on the cross. He's about to, to create a whole new system here of grace and all those things that pull him into his, his thing and wants us in agreement that God's will be done. So in your own life, I heard a preacher preach this one time and helped me out. I was desperately wanted to have God working in our life. He said, just ask God's will to be done in your life. I said, that's easy. Easy. What is it does? It activates something. It's a seed that you plant like, God, I want your will to be done in my life. And that's got not anything to do with the provisions. It's got to be the life track for you and yours and the things, the vision that he wants planted in your life, whatever that vision may be. So your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, interestingly enough, we've covered over here in Psalm uh, 103, Interestingly, I go to 103.20, just a, just a little bit of a repetition here. I don't want to even call it review. I want to call it repetition. And it says in verse 20, Bless the Lord, you his angels, who excel in strength, who do his word, healing the voice of his word. So see, it's an instruction for us, planting of this seed, of his word because that's he's speaking here of his angels but he's given us the voice to speak his word heeding the voice of his word bless the lord all you hosts you ministers of him who do his pleasure bless the lord all his works in all places of his dominion so you see this is god's will be done his will is for you to pick up on this. Start getting a hold of the Word of God. Begin to speak the Word of God. Begin to speak these things in your heart. Well, Lord, I really have a desire in my heart to do this. 
Okay, I believe I receive that in my heart right now to do that. Whatever that is, that could be anything to do with your life and your life only, because that may hook you up, may give you a vision for something to do on your own. It may give you a vision to support another ministry. It could be all these kind of things. It might be a vision to go out and create a, your own banking system. I don't know. I'm just I'm throwing some things out there because God puts those kind of things in men's and women's hearts. Amen? And you know, I could say that, that somebody listening to my voice today has a dream or a vision, something in their heart that they thought was impossible because it didn't sound like it was very spiritual. But who knows what's spiritual and what isn't spiritual? The way I look at this thing, there's a new heaven and earth coming in one of these days. I, I, I think about heaven, and I think there's a lot going on up there. Uh, I've heard a lot of people talk about what's going on in heaven right now. And, uh, hey, I think there's a great training ground going up there for people that forgot to get taught here. Uh, also, uh, everything we read about Bible prophecy, there's, a, there's an earth operation that's going to take place when the, when the new millennium really kicks in. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot, a lot of ways to look at that, but... I think God's going to, his Jewish people, Israel, I think is going to flourish throughout the earth. I think believers that have tapped into his will and so on, I think we'll be doing all kinds of things. I've read some that say we'll be in a largely a, supervisory, a supervisory position to be overseeing all kinds of things that make an earth work. That's kind of interesting when you stop and think about it. They'll even probably be ham radio operators. <laughs> Might even be a few hams around. <laughs> so, you know, the idea is if it's in your heart and you're a believer, God planted something in there. And he wants you to nourish it, and that's what this seed time can be all about. Seed time and harvest. Plant those things. Speak them out. Speak those visions out. Speak those things. Speak your, your faith out. And when somebody comes down and kind of tries to knock you down a little bit, hey, I don't receive that. I don't receive that I can't do this. All things are possible to him that believes, right? Is that right or is that wrong? Yeah, of course it's right. I know it's right without asking. Now, uh, since we're having a lot of fun here, uh, let's just go over here and tap into a couple things. Uh, I guess I'll stay right there in Luke a minute. Uh, let's go back to Luke where I was. And uh, I didn't complete the Lord's Prayer there, but I, I'm, I'm on track with where I want to be. I, I, I'm focusing on this, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Okay, well, there's a, we think about that. We, we see a lot of things. But here in verse 5, then, is a parable and it's, uh, which of you shall have a friend and go to him at midnight, say to him, friend, lend me, three, uh, lend me three loaves, for a friend of mine has come to me on his journey, and I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer from within and say, do not trouble me, the door is not now shut, and my children are with me in bed, I cannot rise and give it to you. Verse 6, I say to you, Though he will not rise and give it to him because he's his friend, yet because of his persistence. Everybody say persistence. persistence. 
He will not rise and give it to him because he's his friend, yet because of his persistence, he will rise and give him as many as he needs. And verse 9, And I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be open to him. Persistence. God puts it in your heart. You plant the seed to it. You persist in it. You don't give up. And, and you know, verse 11 is a payoff too. If a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? Or he, if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Persistence with what's in your heart. Amen? You want it, you go after it. You don't back off for any reason whatsoever. You stay with it because there's a time. There's a time for vision. There's a time for things to come to pass. You persist with it. You always just have to remember those two things. There's a God that wants you to have and an evil force that doesn't want you to have. It's called the God of this world. It's called the world. It's called a lot of things with, with people around you. We just have to be on guard for these things. We just can't float around and, and look for the next lily pad in heaven. We have to stand our ground. If God gave it to us, he's going to have the strength. You know, I, I guess it, it's got to do with, you know, I labeled this tools to conquer. He wants us to be more than conquerors. Who are we conquering? The enemy to our soul. The enemy to those things that God's called us to do. We can conquer those easily with the tools he's given us. Amen? So we'll, uh, we'll hit one more thing here. You know, we uh, probably spend a lot of time in Mark 11, 22, 23, and 24... But I thought about those things that you want in your future and in your life and, and even today and what you want later on. It says here in Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. What's the first thing you do when there's something you want? First thing you do. Well, that's true, but what's the first thing you do after that then? You believe. You believe. But you're right, Preston. You do pray, but you must believe that you receive. Now, believing is not an issue of your brain. It's, it's an issue of your heart and what you can get. Now, I, I wrote down some things the other day. I was just thinking about this. If you can think it, you can believe it. If you can believe it, you can achieve it. If you talk small, you will think small, and you'll underachieve. If you think big, you, if you talk big, 
you'll think big. Got it? If you talk big, you'll think big. If you think big, you will achieve big. So if you can think it, you can believe it. If you can believe it, you can achieve it. If you talk small, you'll think small and underachieve. Small being something less than what's in your heart. That's what small is. Small isn't, isn't like, well, uh, if you aren't believing the same thing I am, you're thinking too small. No, it's not relative to somebody else. It's relative to what's in your heart. Under aiming too low for what's in your heart. If you talk big, you'll think big. And if you think big, you will achieve big. Amen. Amen. So basically the quest is to provide tools to achieve those things that God's called you to do or to achieve. And above all, he wants us to be in peace. My peace I give unto you, my peace I leave with you. You know, we have to, there's a peace that goes with knowing that you're on track. There's a peace that goes with knowing you don't have to be frustrated. Frustration's just another tool of the enemy to stop you. Not only that, it's a time waster. You know, we don't achieve a thing with frustration. Uh, I, there's been times in my life I was an expert at frustration. But no longer. So praise God. Well, there's many more things we could do today, but I think I will just uh, I, I will just limit it that. But you know, one thing that occurred to me and is there's a lot of people right now probably have no interest in a lot of things that we teach about authority of the believer and dominion and all these principles. But I believe in my heart there's a time coming when a lot of people will wish they'd have listened. You know, I think that's the cry of the heart of, of things when y you know that you've got some things from the Lord that He wants you to impart to others, and you have such a desire to plant that in people's lives so they can be better, they can do better, they can excel. And I just think there's some terrible things about to hit our nation. I mean, I'm positive. I think I'd like to think we're going to have the right president. I think we will. I do believe that. I believe we're going to have the right president. I believe that God's given our nation probably a, a, a little more rope right now because he, he loves this nation. He loves America. He planted America here. We're, we're brother, sister with his people, Israel. He's not just going to flush it just because. But I still believe there's a dark cloud that's headed our way. But learning these tools and walking in them, planting seeds, uh, all these seeds in us, and, and you know those seeds are going to yield a lot of things, even to the point that if there's a place of safety in some of this, he'll lead us there. He will. You know, that's called abiding in the vine. I wanted to go in that today, but I'm not going to go any further. 
But that's abiding with Him. And my word's abiding in you. It's got to do with He's first place. He will lead us if we just... And that's another thing we have to develop. Develop that, that habit of hearing him, His voice. Practice it, so on. You had something to share. Oh! <laughs> uh, must, she wrote words from this. Uh, his dominion follows His word. Speak the word. And when we speak the word, they are spirit and they are life. That is good. Thank you, honey. That is the truth. That's that uh, 103.20 is angels speaking the word. You speak the word of God, that, that's a powerful thing. That's just like, when you speak the word of God, it, I tell you, that that's just like angels speaking it or Jesus speaking it. It's got the same power because it's God's word, not ours. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, praise God. I, I don't want to go any further today. I, uh, I wanted to plant some things today that I feel the Lord wanted shared. And, and we're going on. We're stepping into things ourselves. We've never let vision go. I've never had any other desire, big desire in my heart since the day that I found Jesus died for me 38 and a half years ago. I've never had any other really great desire than to bring forth the Word of God. And I didn't even know the Word then, but a year later it was brought to me and supernaturally and and so nothing has changed in my heart. It's a long road and I'm coming from my own heart. A lot of years of it seemed like wrong, wrong roads and discouragement and all that, but never let go. And we don't ever want to let go of what's in our hearts, ever. Because God put it there, and He wants to nourish that. He wants us to give these tools. You know, when somebody comes up and says to you, well, you know, God did this to me. Well, that, just sometimes you want to say, well, you must serve a different God than me, because my God's never done anything bad to me. Uh, you know, he's, not, he's done nothing but encourage me and love me and, and correct me sometimes. Uh, when I needed it, and that's the God I serve, amen. amen. It's the amen. God you serve. He loves us, amen. amen. God does love us. Yep. Amen. He, he has so much love and compassion for us. And when you talk about that, you just, I don't know about you, but I sense the Holy Spirit here just wants to love us. Yep. I just sense it right now. The Holy Spirit just wants to, wants to love us and, and encourage us. And, he just, he just, that's what he wants. Just move in right now and just give him some space and say, oh man, this is cool. We're in the presence of the Almighty right now. He's, he's big enough to be everywhere his believers are, loving us, encouraging us. Praise God. Amen. So Lord, your will be done today in all of our lives. All of our lives, Lord, your will be done. Your precious will, Father, your precious will of great things, great and mighty things that you planted in our hearts, Lord, and we just accept them. I accept them personally. I accept them personally in my heart. Everybody just say, I accept them. I personally accept them. And I plan to persist as I go after those things that God has planned ahead of time for me. 
And I plan to receive those things as I believe. And I plan to achieve everything that he's planned for me. In Jesus' name. And Lord, I thank you, Lord, for health and healing in our midst. I thank you that by his stripes you are healed. I thank you, Father, for a covenant of healing, a covenant, a covenant, Father, of peace, a covenant of wealth, a covenant of everything, Father, that you had ever planned for your children. I just, just, I just receive that, Lord, to be flourished in our midst now. In Jesus' name, thank you for your love. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God.